Well, good morning and welcome to the drive. Uh, I hope you guys are doing well. Um, it is October 14th and it's Saturday. Um, it is almost seven o'clock already. And I, for me, this is sleeping in. And so uh, it always, always feels good to sleep a little bit more. Uh, but I uh, hope you guys had a good Friday, Friday day, Friday night. Um, it is so nice here in the deep south. Um, if you're from here, you get it because it's 59 degrees right now outside. So uh, the heat's not bad. The summer's cool for a while, but then you're kind of like, okay, I'm ready for it to cool down. And uh, so it has cooled down as of now, you know, as of the last few days. And it's been pretty amazing. Uh, humidity's essentially gone for now. So I'm sort of reveling in that, definitely. But as we continue on, you guys, Ephesians, Ephesians. We're continuing on chapter one and Paul says this, he says in Ephesians one, four to six, just as he chose us in him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and without blame before him in love, having predestined us to adoption as sons of Jesus Christ himself, uh, to himself, according to the good pleasure of his will, to the praise of the glory of his grace by which he made us accepted in the beloved. There's so much in there, it's ridiculous. We could go, we could do like six sermons on just these few verses. So much in there. But one of the, let me start driving here. One of the facts is that he chose us, predestined us to adoption. And, you know, God's sovereignty and, and free will has been discussed and argued um, over the years. Uh, the thing is, is I'm, I'm going through the Word of God and I'm talking about you need to take a step of faith and those verses like where the priest puts his foot in the water, their feet in the water, and that's when the, the waters recede. Um, some verses you're talking about, it's like, okay, that demonstrates free will. Others like these demonstrate that He chose us. And so... I like what Spurgeon said on this. You know, he, he said, why reconcile friends? Um, it, it goes together. We take steps of faith and the Lord chose us. I, I, I think one of the best illustrations I've ever heard in the last, whatever, a couple decades is this. It's like someone called you to, um, to go through a door, to go into this room, go into this house, whatever. You go to the door, grab the handle, you open the door, you walk into the house, it closes behind you, and it slams behind you. You look, and above the door, it says, chosen before the foundation of the world. And there's no door handle on the inside. Not that you're trapped, but it's the realization that the Lord chose you. You didn't know that before. Before, you're like, you know what? I'm going to take this step of faith. I'm going to repent, trust in Christ for salvation. And then you do, and you realize, He chose me? He adopted me? He's my inheritance? Like, what? <laughs> I, it's, just, it's just amazing, you know? And there'll be debates, there'll be discussions about free will and God's sovereignty for... The rest of our time here on the earth, I mean, that's just how it is. But I think both are important. And 
I think the main thing here is the assurance that the Lord chose us, adopted us, predestined us in love. I think that's important for people. I think that's important for us because God didn't force us. There's no guilt. There's no coercion. Now, we felt convicted, you know, before uh, we were saved. The Holy Spirit, what He does is convicts the sinner to help us to realize the state of our own hearts and who we really are, the correct valuation of ourselves, right? And so that's that's a good thing because it leads us to repentance, saying, I'm gonna change my mind, change my change the way I'm going, change my heart. I can't I gotta there's gotta be some change here. There's gotta be that 180 degree turn away from sin and towards God. And so really that should assure us that and also listen to that last part in verse six, you know, we're accepted in the beloved. Wow. You know, no I don't know anyone that likes rejection. I don't know anyone that goes out looking to be rejected. We just don't like it. You know, even being picked last, remember in school, there are certain kids that were smaller and maybe not as athletic so if you're playing kickball I'm talking from personal experience we always used to play kickball at school so if you're playing kickball or um, even dodgeball like you pick teams and uh, usually the last to be picked is the, the short guy or girl the one that seems not strong and not fast and it's kind of like there's a feeling there of rejection or maybe growing up, you got a difficult family life. You know, parents or your caregiver just, they weren't there. Or they were there and they just ignored you. Just rejection. It, it feels horrible. But the beautiful thing is, you guys, as we read these verses, what we realize is that, well, our Heavenly Father, our Lord, doesn't look past us. He looks at us. He doesn't disregard us. He doesn't ignore us. He saved us, rescued us. He's there for us. He chose us. He adopted us. He made us accepted in the beloved. So we're not rejected. We're accepted. And again, all these verses should really make us feel loved and know that we are chosen and blessed and God absolutely loves us that he's there for us and that he's there to help he's there to build up he's there to pick us up when we stumble and fall so many of us need to hear that because at times we just don't feel like anyone gets us or anyone understands or anyone knows what's going on with us. But when we start thinking like that, I think it's a good reminder to go to verses like this. And it's a good reminder to go, wait a second, no, God knows. He's omniscient. He literally is all-knowing. And Jesus was tempted at all points yet without sin. So the Savior... Jesus, God in the flesh. If you want to talk about deity of Christ, read Gospel of John. But he understands and can relate, yet without sin. 
So in other words, the Lord gets what we go through. The Lord gets the state of our heart. He understands when we're down or depressed or feel defeated or confused or struggling or when we're weak, when there's drama going on and we're like, no one gets it, no one, God understands. And he's there to help you, hold you, speak to you, assure you, give you clarity, transparency, everything that you need to get through the day and to get to the next day. Not just to survive, but to thrive. Like he gives you and me all the tools. He equips us in order to fully and completely and totally live for him. And that's good news. That is good news. And it's assuring, isn't it? I mean, it's assuring to me. Uh, I read verses like this. I'm like, thank you, Lord. Thank you. Why did you choose me? I don't know. I don't know, Lord. I'm I'm a sinner like everyone else. Why did he choose me? But he did. And it, I think when we accept that, when we accept that we're accepted, we'll walk with the Lord in confidence, boasting in him. Living to further his kingdom. Making it in our aim to please him. At the end of the day, making sure that we're glorifying him. Amen. Hey, well, God bless you guys. Have an amazing Saturday. Love you guys. Praying for you guys. And talk to you soon. Take care.